Write with the door closed. Rewrite with the door open. Stephen King. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. And this episode, we are going to be talking about location, location, location. Where do you write? Where do you find your inspiration to get those words out on the page? This series, this month, is all about your toolbox. Designing your writing toolbox to make sure you get the most out of your writing time. If you're writing at work, that might not be the best place to do it. For me, I like coffee shops. Some people prefer writing at home with the music blasting. Yep, I prefer to write at home, but that doesn't work if my husband is there or if my dog is feeling particularly needy that day. We're going to kind of talk about how to find the place to work for you. Sometimes you'll want to have a different place for when you're writing and when you're editing. It will help you get into a different mindset for those two different tasks. The thing is to keep it consistent. Pavlov really had something going when he was conditioning that dog. Part of writing as a career compared to writing as a hobbyist is making sure you train yourself to be able to write consistently. Writing when you don't want to, finding that inspiration and that desire to write. And a large part of that is having a place to write. We have the sanctum in the other room, and that is an utterly silenced location, which is great for editing because I need to be hyper-focused, but not very great for inspiring that creativity. Having two different locations helps me get down to the task every time. So let's talk first about noise level in your location. This is going to vary depending on who you are. When I'm writing, I need music. I need something, not quite a white or brown noise, just something going in the background that I can actively tune out because it helps me tune out other distractions that come with it. For me, I actually have different playlists that I put together for my books. So I have an urban playlist. I have a cold playlist. A lot of the books that I write or the series that I write, I will choose a composer for. Most of what I listen to are movie and video game soundtracks. Those are designed to help you focus, help you stay in tune with what's going on right in front of you while telling a story. Those are my preference for what I'm writing. Some people really enjoy writing in coffee shops where there's just a low chatter level that they can feel relaxed in. For me, it would be somewhat distracting because I'm a people watcher. I like to watch and listen in on conversations that I can hear, but it would also be a little bit of inspiration. Being able to see interactions between people can help me find inspiration for characters and interactions that they'll have with each other in my story. But I don't think I would be as effective in a coffee shop because I would be more distracted from my writing. And that's why I don't really edit in a coffee shop because there are lots of distractions and things going on. And when I'm writing my first draft, I have permission to be distracted. When I'm editing, I can't be distracted. I need to be able to work through all of that front to back with focus. So when you're choosing your location, 
it really comes down to minimizing distractions, getting rid of things that will pull you away from writing. Any of you guys out there with kids, this means finding a babysitter, letting the other spouse take care of them, finding someone to watch them so you can get away, take a break from the kids so they're not coming in asking for food or complaining that Sally bit Tommy and they're not sharing and, you know, whatever. Yeah, kids. <laughs> <laughs> that goes to having a decent support group. Having a spouse that really supports your choice in career, your choice to write, your passions, is a huge thing. We have a member of our writing club that has to bring her kids to writing club every time. They're pretty decent kids. They can pretty well handle themselves. But at the same time, it pulls her away from focusing on the goal of the writing group because she's having to make sure that they're not running amok in whatever coffee shop we're in. Another major distraction that impacts pretty much every writer out there is the internet. We go to the internet in hopes of research, and then we find ourselves on social media and just falling into a pit of not writing. One of my favorite authors has an ingenious solution for this, and that is he actually has two computers in his writing room, and they're on opposite ends of the room. So one computer does not have internet access. That is his writing computer. If he needs to go look something up on the internet, he has to save the document, stand up, walk across the room, sit down in a different chair, Google it, and then go back to his original computer and write. So having a computer without internet or having a pen and paper will help you shun those distractions. If you also let people know, we talked about the support group, if you let people know, hey, between six and eight every Wednesday, I will not answer my phone, then that eliminates that distraction. You don't have to check your phone if it buzzes because it's the local news station. You can trust that whatever it is can wait. And the great thing is cell phones are a black hole of procrastination and distraction, but they have little convenient things on them these days that include like do not disturb. Yes. So you can just shut off notifications. And, you know, I understand if you have a family or some kind of situation where somebody might be in trouble and you know that you might be expecting that emergency call, you have ways to put in, here's this person, their favorite contact they can get through so that if your phone buzzes, you can know that it's something actually important. For me, I know if my husband's calling me, then it's something that I actually need to answer for right now. It helps eliminate distractions because my phone's not constantly going from this application or another. I'm convinced this is why people still use typewriters, because the typewriter will not ask me to sign in here or to check out this or 10 things that blah, blah, blah. The typewriter will just go. That is the only thing I can think that would be a good reason to use a typewriter. (laughs) So... Once you've figured out how to minimize those distractions, make sure you are consistent about it. Go to that special place to write where you won't have those distractions, where you can turn off your phone and ignore it and get going. Because then, like I said at the beginning, you'll have that Pavlov conditioning so that when you are in that place, you write. A note for you students out there, if you are studying something whilst chewing this particular kind of gum, and then you pop that gum in your mouth before you take a test, you're going to remember more. Your mind is associating that flavor of gum with those facts. The same goes for writing. 
if you are writing something and the muse really strikes you, then you can train yourself to taste that gum and feel like writing. The scent of a certain coffee shop in town always makes me feel like writing. The other thing that can help is if you are using a keyboard, if you are on your computer writing, kind of doing a digital conditioning. When you have this particular application open, you are writing. When you are using this font, you are writing. And that is the only thing you use that for. And if you use Comic Sans, I will hunt you down. (laughs) I think we talked a little bit about fonts during the editing episode. When you're writing in Calibri and then you switch to Garamond or you switch to Times for your editing process, training yourself to see the Calibri and think, okay, this is writing time. This is creation time. This is not thinking time. This is doing time. I have my pen and paper. Some people have Microsoft Word. That writing is in Microsoft Word and then the editing happens in Google Docs. And no matter where you are, where you're writing, make sure that it's somewhere where you can write. Next episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about drawing inspiration, which can be helped by picking the right location. So until then, remember one thing. Write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing. A quick note for you, our listeners out there. December is our Frequently Asked Questions Month. We will be addressing questions that we see pop up online and with other authors that we talk with. We also want to hear from you, our listeners. So if you have a question you're just dying for us to answer, please email us. Let us know what you want us to be talking about, and we will do our best to make sure we get it in. We definitely want to hear from you.